Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, a podcast with two dads and two boys talking about fatherhood, life, and Star Wars. My name is Will. I'm Liam. I'm Rob. I'm Charlie. Welcome everyone to Parenting Without Getting Up. This is a special uh, special edition of Parenting Without Getting Up because we have, well, you might have noticed our normal co-host Josh is not with us today, but... Uh, in place of Josh, we have my two boys, Liam and Charlie. And uh, so welcome, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi. Good to have you here. Yeah, you too. So you guys are going to fill in. It takes two of you guys to replace Josh. Is that because he's like twice as tall as you, weighs twice as much? True. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Twice as old. Twice as old. Oh, yeah. Oh, more than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of that, Charlie, what's, uh, what's a big uh, event that's happening here in a couple of days? On my on the twenty eighth, I'm gonna be nine. Yay, he's turning nine. Nine. Oh my yeah. So yeah, he's turning nine years old. So that's pretty cool. Are you excited about your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about kind of some of what you wanted for your birthday, and you're gonna end up with like at least three. I think two parties this year. Plus, we'll do something on your actual birthday. So yeah. So yeah. what should I get you for your birthday? What do you want? Out. A uh, Lego set from Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, and a Kylo Ren mask, and I don't know. A Kylo Ren mask. Yeah, yeah. Like well, you got one you guys have movie. you have one. He's got this fancy one picked out that looks like the when Kylo Ren like. Oh, well. Before we go any further, I want to say, um, this episode is going to be a Star Wars episode. And we uh, are just, we're going to talk about Star Wars. So just, uh, if you guys have not seen the new movie, there's definitely going to be tons of spoilers. Yes. But, Rise of um, Skywalker. So, and so I'm going to say right now, so this is a spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker and pretty much every other Star Wars movie that's ever been made and TV show. So I just want to make that clear. So, but in, uh, he saw a mask today uh, of Kylo Ren, you know, he, and the second one he, uh, he, destroys his helmet he rebuilds it in the third and the last in the rise of skywalker so he saw a mask that is kylo kylo ren's rebuilt helmet and it's pretty cool because uh it has like um like red like it, the, it like lights red, up the the yeah the seams are red where he's rebuilt it like yeah because they because they have to like they have to like um like like the what is it they have to like um they have to like use like some like, yeah, they kind of weld it back together with something that's yeah. red. So in this thing, it has a voice sensor in it. So when you talk, the louder you talk, the brighter the red. Like it lights up. Cracks grow. Yeah. So um, lighter they, the um, brighter they glow. So it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so so he's talking about that. But anyway, yeah. So it'll be a it's gonna be a fun week. So uh, and we also have derby cars tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah we so we're doing a family birthday party for you tomorrow, and then we've got Derby, the Derby race in the afternoon, in the evening. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a busy day. So what happens the day after your birthday? No idea. Oh, think, think hard. Can Somebody think? related to my direct family. Yeah, something. One of his kids is doing something. Oh, my family's increasing by one. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> The day Shania. after your birthday. Adam and Shania. Oh, right. Adam and Shania are getting married. We talked about that on our last episode. Yep. So, yeah, pretty cool. 
So, all right. Yeah. So, uh, you guys just want to talk about Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. So, we went and saw the movie. We probably just got out of the movie like maybe three hours ago. Yeah. Yep. And so... Uh, it was good. Yeah. What did you guys think of it? Well, um, uh, do you want to talk first? No. You want to talk first? Do I talk first? Do you yeah. talk first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand if whoever wants to talk first. Right? What's that? Raise your hand if you want to talk first. And nobody's they can't raising see, their hand. They can't see people raising well, their nobody's hand. Well, nobody's raising oh. their hand. Okay. Charlie, I'll start with you. What did you think of it? Um, well, I, it was good. <clears throat> um, there's just a few parts that I couldn't, I didn't really understand about, um, because in, um, number eight, the, the last Jedi. <coughs> Goodness. Um, okay. when, um, we should say that we've had some sickness in our family and Charlie, you've got a cough and yeah. Liam's picking up some cough too. So anyway, so you'll pardon any coughing. Yeah, so, um, and, um, so in number eight, the, right, the Lost Jedi, um, the part in where the bridge, like, break, like, the window destroys, or the... Yeah? Um, on the Star Destroyer? No, yeah. On the Star Destroyer. No, oh, oh the, you mean on the, the Republic the resist- ship. Yeah. yeah. The, resi- or the, the Resistance Cruiser. Yeah. You're thinking of the prequels. I know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so, and Leia, she's using the Force, and... Suddenly, she can breathe in air, in space. She can breathe in space. It's yeah. just it just doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. And um, they never explained how they never explained how she could use the force until nine. Until the until the rise of Skywalker, right? Because it showed it showed a back uh, a flashback about um Leia in her Jedi training. Yeah. And um, Ray actually gets. He actually gets to use um, Leia's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and well, if you've seen if you've seen Seven, then you know she's she and Finn gets to use well Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot going on in it. And so, also yeah. how um in the end in like the end um. Ray gets her own lightsaber, which is actually made like the handle is yeah. actually made out of her staff. Right. And she gets a yellow it's a in the blade. A yellow. yellow lightsaber, which is really cool. Yeah, kinda like the first Kenner uh kinda like Mace Windu because his was purple his and was not purple. green or blue. Yeah. Or red. But the <laughs> the first Kenner uh action figure, lights Luke Skywalker action figure. So they, when they start making this stuff, they have to go into production well before the movie comes out, right, to make the toys and stuff. Yeah. So they didn't know, the Kenner, the toy company that made the Luke Skywalker action figure, didn't know what color his lightsaber really was. Who? The Kenner, the company that made it. So this is back in 1977. Yeah, whose lightsaber? Luke Skywalker's. Oh. So they came out, the first Luke Skywalker action figure had a yellow lightsaber on it because they thought, well, it's light, right? So it's going to be yellow. So we'll just make it yellow. So um, I don't know how long that lasted, but I know that's that's kind of been a uh, almost like a holy grail for toy collectors, Star Wars toy collectors. If you ever find a the Luke Skywalker one. one with a yellow lightsaber on, yeah. Wow. Hmm. Liam, what did you think of the movie? It was really good. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah. What? What? Uh, did you have a like your favorite part, or or what were some of the things you really liked about it? Um. Well. 
Uh, one thing I didn't like was um, I I do agree with Charlie. There are things that in number eight, uh, the Last Jedi, there are some things that didn't make sense at all. Um, mm. but nine, uh, J.J. Abrams really tried to fix a lot of those things. Yeah, because like, um, eight they tried to because. Who was the one who made the director for eight? Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Um, he just um, there are a few parts that didn't really we didn't really understand. They were just they were different. Yeah. He, he tried to go in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah, and J.J. Abrams kind of course corrected what he thought at least. Yeah. It should be yeah. But um, um. Now, Charlie, I don't disagree with you um, about if you talking about Leia, how she can use the Force, but um, uh, I do remember, and uh, earlier we, um, the three of us had this conversation, me, my dad, and Charlie, uh, we all talked about how about uh, our mom? Leia using the Force won't well, yeah, our mom was in this. In the car, well, it was in the car after we well, all saw the movie yeah. with with mom and me. But um, I do remember in uh, um the Return of the Jedi episode six, um, Luke said the Force runs the Force runs strong in my family. It's my father has it, my uh, I have it, and my sister has it. Yeah, and that was a really good point. That's something that I didn't even think about. So, of course, you'd be training as a Jedi, right? Yeah. Because Luke even says, my sister, that was a that was actually brilliant. I was like really smart, Liam. I didn't even Thanks. think of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Rob, what did you think of it? I'd like to piggyback on that part. Um, I've always thought throughout the... The saga? The original saga. And, uh, and then coming into uh, episodes seven and eight, that... There was that hidden factor that there was the other Jedi, you know, um, Yoda dies saying there is another, and yeah. then we yeah. realized that. And so it's it was I was so relieved, and to me it was um, the the best kind of fulfillment of the movie to see the scenes when uh, Leia was trained as a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. To, I to, thought that, that was, was really good. I was yeah. like, cause, I, cause I that was to me. I always felt that was the. The part that was hidden off, like, come on, you're cheating, Leia. What's, yeah, where's where's her Jedi thing besides a Mary Poppins moment? Yeah, flying yeah, through space. The, yeah. Right. I would love if they. Um, I've got some ideas if they ever do a special edition, and we'll and I'll, I'll share them a little bit later. But but if they were to ever do that, I'd love to see that scene, the flashback scene of Luke and Leia training together, move to the second movie. Because if you think about like where Luke is explaining, you know, Ray shows up on the island and he's telling her about what happened with Kylo Ren and all that with with Ben Solo, it, you know, he could start off his story by saying, "My sister and I were both training to be Jedi." After, you know, after the Empire fell, we were both trained to be Jedi. Oh, so put that in. Re- put it in there. Yeah. Put it so, in number eight. And then you know, yeah. he could say that you know she decided that her calling was more to become a, to really lead the civilian force or the military force or whatever. The New Republic. So, the New Republic. So she went on to be a general and I went off to train a new generation of Jedi. So they kind of started both training and then they sort of went to different paths. And I mean, I think that would make a lot of sense to move that scene. Except that that's not the real reason that we were given in number nine, though. Oh, what? Oh. The, 
You guys, boys, you remember the scene where it, it, it said that she had a, a vision that one of her... Oh, that's true. She stopped yeah. using her lightsaber because oh, one yeah. of her offspring was going to... Yeah. To turn, possibly turn. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you could leave that part of it, that line... And the third movie, and still move at least that the flashback footage, the flashback mm-hmm. scenes. Because that, I mean, that would, I think that would be really powerful in that second movie. And then also, it makes the, you know, Leia flying through space a little more, make a little more sense, you know. To, yeah. Because then we get a, you know, it's not. We always expected she would be force sensitive. Right. And so having the intuition, the strong intuition, right, besides that a, a motherly right. intuition, yeah. A strong force sensitive intuition. Yeah, about but. Her son about Kylo Ren and about yeah. the disturbance in the force, like when Luke felt the um, Kylo, like um, <coughs> it, when in like the in the temple, the Jedi temple. <coughs> yeah, so when he sensed that there is dark, there the dark side was in it when it was in like his dreams. Yeah, he or even when he's in in <coughs> Return of the Jedi when he's going to attack. The the resistance ship. Uh, he you know they they have this moment where they're communicating back and forth, and he senses it, and that's what makes him, you know, it kind of uh, distracts him for a moment, and then another somebody else comes in and blows up the ship. Yeah, yeah just enough. Yes, yeah, so. and there's the scene in 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 Rise of uh, yeah in Rise of Skywalker that when. Ray crashed Kylo's um tie, tie fighter or tie bomber, whatever it is. Yeah, tie it? yeah tie fighter. No tie interceptor. It, yeah, it's got a yeah, but it's a so it's a type of a tie fighter. That's yeah. fine. <clears throat> yeah. So, and she crashed it on the 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 island in eight seven and eight where Luke went to die, where the Jedi the old Jedi texts were. Like the yeah wasn't a temple, but <clears throat> and she threw in the in the in the fire, and she was about to throw Luke's lightsaber in the fire when Luke caught it. Well, he's a he's a go- force ghost, but he caught it and he said, "That's no that's that's no respect for a Jedi's weapon." Yeah. And in eight, he when Ray gave him the his lightsaber. And he just threw it, so he just threw it so away. So, it <clears throat> yeah, it shows how he. I mean, you know, from a story point of view, Luke's really his how he felt really changed too. Yeah. And so you could say that that uh, him, I guess, training with Ray and the and and return or the man the last, last Jedi, Jedi. Yeah, training with Ray and then deciding to come and. And delay the first order at crate while they, while the rest rest of the resistance was able to escape, um, that kind of changed his how he felt about things. Yeah, and it tells um JJ Abrams. Yeah, like, basically he wanted to undo what, yeah. what, you know, thinking that Luke wouldn't do that. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, um, one thing I really wanted to be answered was um, so, uh. Like how Palpatine came back, they never answered that. Yeah, they kind of probably should have put that in there. Yeah, well, I mean, some of that we're supposed to get from the prequels, where he talked about when yeah. he was talking to Anakin in what was it, 
and the it was the third one, uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. Where he tells Anakin about the Darth. story of Darth Plagueis, who was yeah, his master. Yeah, it was was um his master, Palpatine's master. Who could yeah. who could um who could bring cheat back. death basically? Yeah. He could yeah cheat death. So I think so. Some of that. I mean, we we could have seen some more of that. Honestly, I think this movie would have been good broken up into into two movies. I I think to give it, that more backstory. Yeah, yeah, to allow for some of that. I. Um, I think if some of the stuff that that they did in this one, which was kind of, I think it was to try to retcon or explain some of the stuff we saw in the last movie. Yeah, because it was the movie was pretty long. Because yeah, it was, was like two hours and twenty minutes, I think. Yeah, because there's the, long. there's a lot of backstories or yeah, um, and then there's the actual movie. Yeah, I I had this idea. I think all. First of all, I will say that I I like this movie the first time. I usually judge these movies how I feel when I walk out of the cinema after I see them for the first time. And uh, you like, felt you I said, really loved Force Awakens when I walked out. I mean, I felt really pumped and really loved that movie. And I know some people complain about it being kind of they say it's a rip off of of A New Hope and other ones, but I I like. I mean, Star Wars has always had those kind of common threads, right? Or that run through, like, you know, I have a bad like feeling this, about this. Yeah, like the same... Stormtroopers bonk on their heads and Yeah, like the... Basically, <laughs> they... It's yeah. basically like they take footage from other movies. It's like they take f- the same footage, like the same scripts into different parts and different... Well, they kind of will reuse ideas yeah. sometimes. And I, to me, I always see that as creating these common threads... Whereas I know some people complained about Force Awakens feeling yeah, but a it, lot like a it new kind hope, of, but kind of links. Um, yeah, the, that's them what I think together. it does. I think it links them together, as opposed to like ripping one off. I saw the Force Awakens as an attempt to really kind of recapture some of the magic of a new hope, and I think yeah, you know they when when Lucas did the prequels, I mean that was the biggest complaint about those; they don't feel like Star Wars, you know, and I think this one really. I mean, that's the, you know, for the people that saw the, that grew up on the original trilogy. Um, but I think this one, the new hope, I mean, I'm rather a, um, a force, the force awakens really feels like star Wars to me return to the, or not return to the Jedi. The last, I'm going to keep doing that. The last Jedi to me didn't feel as much like star Wars because, you know, they try with that one. They really tried to do something different. You know, uh, Luke was really, you know, kind of crabby and crotchety and didn't want to help anybody at first. And, and you know, the throwing the lightsaber away and, and, Leia. and yeah, all of this stuff. I just felt like it when I walked out of it, I'm like, huh, OK, I don't know what to make of that movie. And I think I've only seen that one maybe three times, which is and I didn't I only saw it once when I was in the theater. Um, whereas Force Awakens, I think I saw five times, at least four times when I was in the theater. But um, this one. I gotta say, I felt pretty good walking out of it the first time. I felt uh, much better than than the Last Jedi. But um, after seeing it a second time, for Rise of Skywalker, I gotta say, I really, really liked it even more. Um, and I had had uh, a guy that I work with. We were talking Star Wars the other day, and he said this uh, this one you do you kind of need to see it at least twice, and you like kind of like it more each time. So I thought it was, yeah, it it. Yeah, I, the the some of the stuff that I saw as plot holes or things that didn't make sense to me, they made more sense, I think, seeing it a second time. So. Yeah, and because if you sometimes if you don't like sometimes in some movies 
if you have like there's a movie and then they make a sequel to it sometimes it isn't really like the the last movie so it doesn't really seem like it's this like it's the same doesn't yeah. really seem like it's the same kind of movie or that feels different yeah yeah because but you with Star Wars and you just they kind of link it together so it, so it makes you feel like it's still Star Wars yeah but they didn't really do that with eight Rob of the three movies the the Disney trilogy what which one do you think you like the most on the personal note I related a lot to the last Jedi oh yeah yeah I I like the aspect of that you can we're not just all perfectly good yeah that we have our crotchety moments. We do have, um, it's a battle between well, what side of the right. force are we leaning to day by day. Yeah. And that there was, um, and she had her moment going, Ray had her moment going into like the cave like Luke did. Yeah. And to see what she was made of or what fear she faced. And she, though she kind of got that, you know, that mysterious image in the cave of like when Luke found that, that underneath the Darth Vader mask was it's himself. His face, yeah. His own, he was Which his own worst enemy. totally confused the heck out of me. Yeah. It, a, you have to look. Yeah. It, it helps. I'm like, what? Well, 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 yeah. So that, that part, I, though I, I, the confusing thing about who am I, what's, and getting that, the, that all scene of the, the staggered Im- repeating images yeah, over the, time the, yeah. that in infinity mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That would just, I could have done without that scene, but I, I like that story, that line of the last Jedi a lot. Um, I'm grateful that, uh, to me, it's plausible that she could be a Palpatine grandchild. That was yeah. okay. I'm glad it wasn't yeah. something weird and contrived and kind of way out there. Like, Oh, come on. That's you just stretching it. Yeah. So it, in some ways, it it's a parallel, right, between Kylo Ren, and I think that's what this last movie, to me, it did, what um, Rise of Skywalker did, is it really puts into context the parallel between the two of them, mm-hmm. because you have, he's the grandson of Darth Vader, she's the granddaughter of Palpatine, right? I mean, so, and... And their par- and she was starting to go dark, and he was starting to turn light. I mean, you know, and so I think there's good, good parallel, yeah, good parallels between that. And and I, but like his grandfather, he turned he right, went yeah, back at to the, the end, light. yeah, yeah. What I could I kind of see that Ray would be a Palpatine because, um, well, it's just that. The Emperor started out as, well, in like one, two, one and two, he was just a a chancellor. Yeah. But um, he was still a Sith, but like no one knew that. Right. But in three, he seemed like a good guy. Yeah, but in three, he actually revealed himself. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) so I could see how Rey would be a Palpatine. uh, So, yeah, I I think his. I'm glad they brought him back. I kind of wish that, I mean, I'm not kind of, um, part of me, you know, thinks that, okay, maybe since after leaving off with, well, I'll say before seeing this one again today, there was a big part of me that said, okay, we probably shouldn't have made Palpatine the bad guy 
And this third movie, we should have left Palpatine out because, you know, there was no there was no build up to him at all. There was no hint. It's it's you know, you're doing it in the third movie. It felt well, that's Disney's fault for having a different director. I agree. I totally that's, agree. Yeah. That's just that's wrong. You have so, a, you have a final trilogy, you're gonna switch directors midstream. It's really hard. Yeah, I I have to say it for lack of a better word, it it felt forced to me to have <laughs> to have Palpatine in the last one. Or ham fisted would be another good expression. But so I thought that was really strange. I'm like, I'm glad they brought him back. But this is what okay, so here is my my fix for the Disney trilogy for the um that's what I think they did. My two biggest beefs with this with the trilogy. I think each individual movie, I think they they stand alone really well. I think they're they're all they're all fine and good to varying varying degrees of good. Um there's things that I like about all yeah. of them, things that I dislike about all of them, uh, these new movies. Um it was for me before seeing it today again for the second time. It was really the trilogy. When you look at them as a trilogy, they kind of fall apart um, because I didn't feel like there was. They didn't feel connected enough for me, um, and I still think this to some degree. But I think if they to make them feel more connected, what they should have done is, I mean, bring Palpatine back. But there should have been at least a couple of hints at him in the prior two movies. So if Disney, if you ever do. Kathleen Kennedy, I'm talking to you. If you ever do a George Lucas style uh, special edition release, here's what I think you need to do. One is you need to, um, uh, I think, replace the performance of Snoke. Snoke did not work for me in a way because he was a setup to be this creepy, mysterious story, you know, a figure. And then yeah. we get kind of a really simple backstory about him which was like oh i i just made him and there was like no yeah it was kind of anticlimactic you know but it's a waste and of so, an antagonist what me and, yeah right yeah. so what this me, is what what I, me and my mom thought was that um snoke was a clone of palpatine i don't know if he was because, a clone of palpatine but he kind of looks like him well he's, only he's the got, fact that he's deformed yeah he's got the deformed creepy face, the white creepy face yeah and he's kind of got like the cracks yeah yeah and yeah well i think they should should do or should have done and, and could still do with is you replace the perf performance of snoke you have uh you have you make snoke a military leader instead of making him a creepy dude you make him human make him a military leader make him you know put him in a uniform still call him supreme leader give him you know the braiding and you know whatever to make him look his uniform fancy to signify this is the main head guy and even make him a force user because uh you know then he still does everything he does in the movie but by doing that i think by making him human uh, i think his backstory becomes really simple and the fact that you know, during like episodes five and six, he was a uh, a young military officer. And like by now, he'd be like in his 50s for the Force Awakens. Um, you make him a young uh, Imperial officer, like maybe, you know, 1920 or whatever. And he's playing around with the Force. Palpatine finds him, seeks him out uh, because he feels him in the Force. And he kind of takes him under his wing a little bit, knowing that um, you know, Vader may not have much longer left and he doesn't know if he's going to get Luke to turn or not. So he's going to have a backup plan because I think Sheev Palpatine would definitely, if you think about him, especially in the prequels, how manipulative he was, he'd have a backup plan. So this kid, 
I'll call him New Snoke. New Snoke is his his backup plan. And uh and then when, you know, what he does is he takes a couple he sends a couple of his Imperial guards to kind of, you know, guide him and watch over him. And then those guards end up becoming the Praetorian guards we see in The Last Jedi, you know, or maybe the next generation of them. But so that's what explains where the guards come from. But then uh and when the Empire falls, you have uh you know, the new Snoke, you know, rises to power. He's got the power of the force. He's got um, the support of the Imperial Guards. Plus, he's got, you know, Palpatine has basically handpicked him to be a successor. Uh, so yeah. he rises to power, galvanizes the remnants of the of the Empire into the First Order. And so uh, that explains where where Snoke comes from. It explains where where the those Praetorian guards come from. It explains how the First Order rises to power. It even, if you say that uh, Palpatine had this uh, plan for to come back to life, which he had arranged, prearranged with his guards and maybe with New Snoke, that explains how Palpatine comes back. So I think it explains a whole lot and a really simple, and you could do it in just a couple lines of dialogue, I think, scattered throughout the movie. So, yeah. so if you replace the performance of Snoke in the first two movies, and, and seven and eight, um, and then all you need to do to build to Palpatine is you just have, like, at the, like all through Force Awakens, we think Snoke is the bad guy, the main bad guy. You know, we think it, the resi- as the audience, the Resistance thinks it even... Like, you know, the vast majority of his troops think it. And then at the very end, right before the scene where where Ray goes to find Luke, um, we have a scene, a quick scene where it cuts to Snoke after he's getting, he gets, you know, he has a phone call with Hux and with Kylo Ren where he tells Kylo, bring, come to me to complete your training. Yeah. So we have a scene that cuts to Snoke and Snoke turns to one of his guards after he gets off the space phone and says, um, I shall inform our master of what has happened, you know, about the Star Killer base being blown up and all that. So then that just hints at the fact that, okay, whoa, there's somebody, you know, we thought Snoke was the main bad guy, but apparently there's somebody else. And then, and that you just end the first movie like that. And then in The Last Jedi, the scene right before, maybe two or three scenes before the big lightsaber battle where Snoke, where Kylo Ren kills Snoke. You have a scene where Snoke um, gets on the space phone again and to call Palpatine. And we don't know it's Palpatine until we see, you know, we see him start the phone call, maybe see, you know, well, a flickering of light from the hologram. And then we see the full on shot of the hologram. Well, and actually, it's Palpatine. Well, yeah, because when Kylo Ren went to go see like where the where they're like, there's like these baby things where it was like it was like kind of like Snoke. Like these yeah, clones. yeah, that's where that's where Snow the Palpatine King. was, yeah. But in um um Kyle yeah, Ryan that's the way it is Kyle. now. But I'm saying if you have if you replace the performance of Snoke with a more of a human guy that becomes a little easier to explain, then uh, you just have that scene where he he calls Snoke or Snoke calls Palpatine, um, and you know just ha- checks in with them. And he can even say something like, I'm con- continuing to manipulate the solo boy yeah. or something like that. So that reveals that the Snoke that he's been working for. And if you have Kylo Ren overhear that, then I think that helps to explain even more why Kylo Ren kills him. And then why he so badly wants to go after Palpatine in the third movie. So I think it sets up the third movie pretty well. He's going to go take out the resistance. Yeah. 
first, and then he's, right after that, he's going to go find Palpatine and, and take him out. So I think it's those, those, if you did those two things, replace the performance of Snoke with somebody with an easier to explain backstory, and, and then also just put in a scene in each movie that kind of builds to Palpatine, I think it, it makes the, yeah. the trilogy feel a lot more cohesive yeah, for like me. Yeah, like Clue. Anyway, there you go, Kathleen Kennedy. Well, well, and also, if they, yeah, if they made, um, they, yeah, if they made um, Snoke a human, it be one to make it more understandable because because Snoke can use is is a Sith because he can use the Force. Yeah, I think we're supposed to assume that really it was Palpatine doing all the Force magic. That Snoke, that Snoke claimed to be doing. Yeah, because because I don't think even if he if he created Snoke, he said he created him, right? Did yeah, he? but yeah, he take it take a while to like actually train him as a Sith. Yeah, because he's so, a clone. I think we're supposed to think that he was just a puppet, basically, and Palpatine was doing all. He the was work. actually yeah. human, which to me felt a little. I don't know. It felt like, I felt like they could have come up with a better way. I don't know, but yeah, anyway, actually, that's that's kind of my only beef with this new movie is the. Is as how they explain, try to explain away Snoke. But honestly, it was probably the fastest way because with everything else they had to do in the movie, you know, to add a few more lines of dialogue or another scene, maybe even that explains Snoke, it would be that's just I don't know. They didn't have the time to do it. So, is there anything else that um you want to say? I'm really glad that they brought back characters. Um. From the original saga. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea like, pointed out that they had everybody who's all the yeah. main characters, including Lando. Ooh, what did you guys think of Lando in this? He was awesome. Was he not the coolest? Yeah. I mean, that's the Lando we remember, I think. We remember, right? He's just suave yeah. and cool. and Also Wedge. And, uh, oh, Wedge was in it. Yeah, he was the, the gunner on the yeah. Falcon. But I loved how yeah. um, they introduced Lando where, where somebody, I think it was Poe Dameron, says like, how did they know we were here? <laughs> and Lando takes off his helmet he's been wearing and says, because Wookiees stand out in the crowd. And it was just so, <laughs> there was a lot of humor. Did you guys get yeah. that? There was like a lot more humor in this. Yeah. Like 3PO had a lot of funny lines. Um, yeah. And that sentimental line of, I'm taking a last look at my friends. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. His, Cre- yeah, go it's ahead. creepy when he turns into the, Evil oh, this, that was minute, creepy. You know? Those lights, yeah. his eyes turned red. Ugh. Um, they speak this, yeah, dark language. And he was his voice. Dark they lowered language. his voice too. I noticed. Yeah. What did you guys think of Babu Frick? <laughs> oh yeah. Where where 3PO comes back after he's kind of been rebooted, and he says, uh, <laughs> "I am C3PO, human cyborg relation, and who might you be?" And Babu hmm? Frick says, "Hi, I'm Babu Frick." Babu Frick? I don't know. That's his name. But uh or is it Babu Frick? Babu or Babu Frick? I don't know. Babu. Babu Frick. Yeah. (laughs) He was he was really funny. He was uh I guess he's like on social media, he's almost getting a baby Yoda uh level of following. In fact a lot of people are thinking are are saying that oh, you know, baby Yoda's like so fifteen minutes ago. Molly liked Babu Frick, yeah. Yeah. Did she now? Does she follow Star Wars at all? Is she, or um, we had to give her the condensed version? Okay. Yeah. So, what did she think of the movie? Being a, a non, you know, being an outsider, and she needs to see more of it before she. Yeah, yeah. But, um, 
I I love the message overall message of the the things. There were some really good takeaways. We're better for together. Me. We're better. Yeah, we're better. They win by making us think we're alone. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, I think that's so. a great yeah. model for all of our. Yeah. Our current time. Yes. That we need to be united, and also that we look to our the generals, and you know when they asked Lando how how did you guys do it? How are you generals? It's like well we just did what we had to do. Yeah. It was the right. It was the calling, and we weren't hadn't been totally trained for it we were just did what necessity said we had to do and yeah and the the best part to me was the when ray faces off with palpatine and she says i am all the jedi yeah that oh, was it here did you guys Liam yeah. and charlie did who did you hear in that when you hear the jedi talking to her? yoda yoda luke mm-hmm. leia yoda. ben i heard ben ben kenobi yeah, yeah. it was like all the the Jedi ghosts that have died in the past. Yeah. Who I else thought you I heard Mace Windu. Yeah. Yes, you did hear Mace Windu. You heard, of course, Luke. Leia. Uh, you heard... Leia. Leia, yeah. She died before that. Right. You heard um, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh. you heard... Um, you guys have been watching Clone Wars and Rebels. You heard... You Anakin. heard um, Ahsoka Tano. That was her? She was, yeah. Her voice and was Anakin. And Anakin, yep. Absolutely. You heard An- Anakin a couple times. Uh, yeah. And I don't think I caught him all the first time I watched the movie, but I have heard since, you know. Yeah, you could a, tell Yoda. Yeah, right. He was What about Master Plo Koon? <laughs> I don't know about Plo Koon, but there was, um, I think I, I've heard... Since watching the movie, I got a, I saw a list of everybody that year, but I think one of them is is it Kanan? Who's the oh, who's from Rebels? Rebels that you guys have been watching? Kanan, yeah, Kanan. Kanan. He's a Jedi. I think I think you hear him in there too. Um, Rebels is in the real saga. What's that? It's not even in the real saga. Yeah, but but like like uh, Ahsoka Tano's not in the real saga. True. Um, but but she was yeah she was in there so it was cool how they tied in you guys have been watching a lot of clone Clone wars Wars. and rebels right so what do you guys still in the canon yeah yeah right that's you know i was saying that i didn't you know i i don't mind uh common threads and even repeated elements being in the saga story that's kind of what i want from these is i want the familiarity like the connection yeah the connections and i'm totally okay with that because i mean we have all this world building that's being done in and rebels and in clone wars and and in mandalorian and hopefully they'll get i heard kenobi's been delayed a bit but um hopefully they'll get that back on track but but there's and and rogue one and solo and i mean so i think I like the kind of world building and the even you know experimental stuff in those. Yeah, like all. But I like the familiar stuff. All in those. the all the movies and the stories, in in TV in TV shows in Star the Star Wars universe, except for it's like it all kind of makes a connection. Yeah. Of what yeah. like Star Wars is. The fact that we got Life Day mentioned in Mandalorian was really cool because Life Day is from the yeah. holiday special, which is. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. It's a holiday special. <laughs> That's I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you don't know what it is. Um, it was it was between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Uh, they put on a TV special, a made-for-TV show, and it was just for one night. It was only a couple hours long, but it was called the Holiday Special. It was around Christmas time they put it out, but the whole premise was that 
that uh, Han was trying to get Chewie home for something called Life Day, which is like a big holiday. It'd be like their Christmas or Hanukkah or or Kwanzaa or whatever. And so, um, and then they run into, of course, to Imperial. But it had Mark Hamill. It had Carrie Fisher. I think it had Carrie Fisher. It had um, uh, Han Solo, uh, um, Harrison Ford. Thank you. And it had it had a lot of, but it's it's really bad. It's a really bad. It's I don't know. Uh, Lucas kind of approved it, not knowing what they were going to do with it when they made it. He just said, "Yeah, okay, go ahead." And then uh, the it was he saw it. He, he he said famously in an interview one time. This was I think you know decades ago, but he said that if I had enough time and a hammer, I would personally track down every single VHS copy of this thing. <laughs> And smash it to bits <laughs> so, <laughs> because he hated it so much. But uh, and that's why it's never been really. Why do you hate Just because he thought it was horribly made and didn't it didn't stick to the to Star Wars at all and uh, his vision of Star Wars. So anyway, but yeah, you know, Charlie, I want to say, and I told you this, um, but I don't think your uncle Rob knows or realizes that. You are the same age, or practically a couple days away. You are the same age. You saw the last saga Star Wars movie. Skywalker. Yeah, the Skywalker saga. You saw the last installment of it at the same age I was when I saw the first one. So, which I think is pretty cool. So, I think between you and I, we kind of bookended the saga stories. Right, the saga movies because I saw the first one in the theater. Like you started it and I ended it. That's right. That's exactly right. Forty-two years in between. Forty-two years, yeah, yeah. I pointed out that Easter egg to them when they go to that planet and Rise of Skywalker and they see the big festival or whatever. The CPBO says, yeah, the festival only occurs forty-two years. It's once every forty-two years, which is how long it's been. How long since uh, it's been? Since uh, A New Hope was Yeah. Rob, did you, do you remember seeing the first one in the theater? I don't remember exactly. You don't remember? Okay. I remember my dad took us, took your Uncle Mike and me. uh, To to the theater that he owned. No, he didn't own this theater. He he worked in movie theaters. Your grandpa did and ran movie theaters. So he knew a lot of people who owned movie theaters but he and he he did own a movie theater right he did own a movie theater yeah we lived in an old town called sandy which is about 35 minutes or 40 minutes at the time probably from kaiser east of portland okay portland yeah and we went to go see this movie in beaverton which is on the other side of portland about another 30 minutes or so so we drove over an hour to go see this movie he drove us because that was the only place in Portland that was showing. It was just showing in the first couple weeks, first week or two, it was the only place in Portland that that movie, the Star Wars was showing because when it was first released, it was just this weird science fiction movie. The local theater managers and owners, the guys that bought, you know, rented the movies to show in the theaters, they didn't know what it was and they just thought it was some weird science fiction movie. But then after it came out with by the, end of the first week they realized this is a major hit we got to get it in and so by the maybe the second week um maybe even the just within uh after the first week um it was only showing in one theater in all of Port- the whole portland greater portland area and we drove an hour to go see it so 
my dad, I didn't think of him. I didn't think your grandpa Chuck as, as a major science fiction fan, but or uh, but he drove us a long way to go see this movie, and we waited in line. I remember to see this movie, so he must have wanted to go see it pretty badly too, because I don't think he would have done it just for your uncle Mike and me. But I do remember uh, going to see one of them. That yeah, my dad recalls. I'm not sure if it was the first one or not, but yeah, I remember. I remember all three of them. We saw all three of them, the originals. Within a, I think a week, maybe two of them being out. So one, two, um, four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Yeah, we were uh, with Uncle Mike and, uh, and and your grandparents. Uh, I think your aunt Sarah was born at that point. She, yeah, she must have been. We were camping out at the beach, and oh, we drove into town about about twenty minutes into town to go see Empire Strikes Back. And so we were camping, and your uncle, your grandpa Chuck still made sure we went and saw this movie. And so <laughs> it's really funny. So, um, and I remember in that movie we got to, we got there a little bit late, and so the first scene we saw, we came in during the middle of the Wampa scene, and like I'm like I have no idea what's going on, but I think Luke just lost a hand or something. I didn't lose a hand. He. Uh, he cut off. He cut off the Wampus the Wampa's hand. It was so confusing. And of course, when that originally aired in the theater, there was you didn't really see the Wampa. You didn't really. It was a very confusing scene. But um, see the arm, the hairy yarn. Yeah, you see the, the white arm hairy fall. Arms just, yeah, you like see kind of a ground. blur of fur, and then the arm falls. And uh, but yeah, so yeah, I think. Uh, your grandpa Chuck's been gone a while, but uh, I really wish I could talk to him about that. But. Uh, yeah, he just he made sure that we saw it, and he took us. I remember going to see Return of the Jedi within the first week or two that it had been out. Yeah. So we saw the one with the teddy bears. Ewoks. Did you guys like the Ewoks in this one? Yeah. We saw Wicket. Yeah. And, and Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Did we get, that was pretty cool. Did we get Warwick Davis? Yeah, Warwick Davis was in it. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. He had so. a very small part in it, though. All right. Well, you guys the got any last system. any more last thoughts about? Star Wars or Rise of Skywalker? I do. Whoa, please. Um, the when the Ray does the Force lightning, yeah, that really triggered. Um, uh, you were triggered. I um I the, was the very stunned. Yeah. Yes. Um, that it kind of it hinted at she. I looked over because was pal- oh, she, she was a Palpatine. Charlie was sitting on my right. You were sitting. On his right, and then mom was sitting on your right. So it was four of us in a row. So you and Charlie were between us. My um, and I kept looking over at you guys, and these big moments would happen. When that happened, I saw, I heard your mom like <gasps> she gasped. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and you, it was and the look on your guys' faces was like, and I just started laughing because, um, of course, I knew in a few moments that we we're going to see him again. But yeah. but it was. It was so cool. When we saw Palpatine. I didn't, I wasn't surprised because you're giving me spoilers. Yeah, I had told you. Yeah, Liam didn't want any spoilers. You wanted a couple. No, nope. but um, and I will say, is a lifelong fan of Star Wars, and uh, me, it is a huge part of my childhood growing up. I um, memories of it. It was so great as a parent to be able to sit in that theater and watch you guys react to some of those big scenes that I knew were coming up. It made me feel really good, and I tell you, as a dad, um, I'm so happy that you guys love these movies as much as I do. Um, yeah. It really is really cool, and I hope that you will, when you guys have your own kids, that you will introduce them 
to Star Wars and whatever, you know, these movies and whatever Star Wars out there. I, you know, that's something that I had heard recently was that somebody talked about, I was on another podcast. They were hey, talking Dad, about Star Wars. You're always wearing your Droid Depot. I'm wearing my Droid Depot hat. I know. Yeah. Uh, I wore it to the movie. Um, one thing is that like every generation has kind of had their own Star Wars. Like mine, and I'm sure your Uncle Rob's, his Star Wars is the original trilogy. Which, what would you guys, what series or what movie, set of movies do you feel like is your, is your Star Wars? Hey, Dad, what's yours? Mine's the original trilogy for sure. Um, this is hard. Yeah? It's either between the sequels or the prequels for me. Between the sequels and prequels. You've been watching a lot of the prequels on Disney+. Yeah, I really like those. Yeah. So I'd have to say the prequels and... And you even confess that you like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. He's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know that there's some people that believe that he was a Sith Lord? What? No. There's a theory out there. Yeah, if you think about everything he does, he basically... Is so clumsy. He's just, they say he's pretending to be so clumsy and everything. And, no. and he's, he, if you think about it, he's even the one, if it weren't for Jar Jar Binks, the emperor wouldn't be the emperor because he's the one that, that puts forth the, the, um, proposal that Palpatine be granted emergency powers, uh, to take control of the, the Senate. And so if you think about it, he's responsible for the whole galactic, um, Civil War. Can you believe that? I will not believe it. <laughs> okay. He got the ball rolling, basically. So yeah. He didn't know he was a Sith Lord in his <laughs> defense. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your favorite? Um... Yeah, Uncle Rob, what's your favorite? My favorite what? Well, what, what is your Star Wars? Do you feel like it's the original trilogy? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, definitely mine. But I there was a... A time, so preparing f- to become a Reiki master, I think the last Jedi scenes with Luke and Yoda mm. on the island are very meaningful yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well. Wait. Well, my my favorite um, my favorite was the original. Yeah, my favorite trilogy was the original trilogy. It just felt like. You like the original one, really? Yeah, because it just felt like, to me, Luke, Leia, it just... And, uh, it made, yeah. Yeah. and Chewie. Yeah, just... Who finally got his medal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he finally got <laughs> his medal, finally yes. Got his medal. Yeah. And um, it felt like just that... um, just felt like it was right because they started out as just... As a... I don't know. It's just, just it, as like it's. You th- I think what you're saying is they had really good chemistry. Like they got, yeah. they worked really well. So this is the thing that that I, I have thought about before, and maybe see watching because as we see as we watch these movies and the new movies come out, we tend to go back and look at the original movies kind of with the information that we have of stuff that happens in the and the subsequent movies, right? It helped make more so, sense. So I'm wondering if, uh, like, in the first movie, like, in I'll say episode four, I should say, um, you know, we think they've got great chemistry and there's, you know, they're like, they're fast friends. But I'm wondering if some of that is that we look at episodes five and six and the camaraderie that they have in those movies, we kind of automatically apply it to 
episode four. So like when we watch episode four for the first time, do they really, does it really feel like they have that chemistry, um, you know, immediately like that? Or is it because we know that they, we, we kind of just sort of accept the fact that they are friends and all that. And so we just, when we watched the fourth movie, we just sort of, those feelings just kind of carry over to watching that. And so, I, so uh, yeah. And so I kind of think as I watch now, having seen Rise of Skywalker, especially seen a second time, I think I'm going to feel a lot better about The Last Jedi because I have the information. Well, of course she's flying through space. Of course she's using the Force because she was a Jedi. She's trained to be a Jedi, right? And... And of course, uh, you know, Kyle Ren and Ray, uh, you, you know, have chemistry together because, you know, their courses are so parallel because they're each the grandchild of, you know, a key figure in the Galactic Empire. You know, so, I mean, I, th- I think that maybe I well, will. There's the aspect of the dyad that somebody right. could explain sometime. But yeah, yeah, it's true. It's pretty, but, pretty powerful there. All right. Well. Um, I'm gonna yes, well, Liam. Really quick, one more thing. Uh, when I thought, uh, when Palpatine said, "Ray, strike me down and take the throne where you belong," I thought it would be another Anakin situation, where she would yeah. uh, kill him and actually take the path of Sif, like in her vision, like oh. how Anakin, like how Anakin killed Count Dooku and took the path of the Sith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought when I first heard him say that, my first thought was going back to Return of the Jedi. Strike me down. You know, use your one of the. He's taunting Luke by saying, You want this, you know, the lightsaber, right? You want this, um, you know, your hate has made you powerful. Strike me, you know, you know, take it from me and strike me down. He's trying to get him to, to feed off of the hate. And. And so I thought he's doing the same thing to Ray that he did to Luke, right? In the oh, yeah. Return of the Jedi, he's telling her to yeah, kill and, her, kill him. So and and when in num in number four, that A New Hope, Obi Wan says to Darth to Darth Vader, "Yes, you, if you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you can possibly than, imagine." Yeah, yeah. So I guess if you're a Sith user, or if you're not a Sith, if you're a Force user, you know your death makes you even more powerful because that happened As to Ben, right? Pitch. Yeah. Yeah, and even as a, as a Sith, it could make him more powerful. Yeah, um, yeah, I think uh, I had a good time seeing it with you guys. Yeah, and uh, I really am I glad you guys that, liked it so much. I think much. that this is that was a good time to wrap it up. All right, well, guys, we have been talking for almost an hour, believe it or not, fifty-five oh. minutes. So I think I'm going to wrap Dang. it up here. This yeah. is this might be our longest pod. I think this is the longest <laughs> podcast we've done. And of course, it was about Star Wars, so it only makes sense because it's going to be long. So I'm sorry that Josh wasn't here to, to... He hadn't seen the movie yet. We actually invited him to go with us, but he was home with yeah. this kid today, so uh, he couldn't go. But uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, he'll get a chance to see it soon. We can ask for his thoughts and we'll make him... Hopefully we'll uh, try not to... We'll let him have this have the spotlight then, and we won't. We've already shared our thoughts, but yeah. uh, if you have thoughts, I'd like to hear anybody out there listening. If you what your thoughts are on the Star Wars movies, and especially if you have memories, particularly if they're connected to your childhood or you know taking your kids to go see Star Wars, um, uh, drop us a line, and we'll um, really be interested to hear what you have to say. And 
uh, maybe you're had a similar experience where you saw it as a child and and now your own kids are seeing it but um, you can reach us at pwgupodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on twitter at pwgupodcast um, we're sure glad you listened and and glad you stuck with us <laughs> this long uh, on this topic but uh, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Yeah. Uh, Josh should be back next week. and uh, yeah. Let's wrap and it up. Wrap it up. All right. Well, bye, everybody. May the force be with you. Yeah. Always. Force. Always. Excellent, Charlie. May the force be with you always. <laughs>